Episode number 226 of the Emotionally Equipped for Life podcast. Hi, this is Shira Gura. Welcome to my podcast. I am on a mission to get people emotionally equipped. I created two powerful tools that are a totally new approach to mindfulness. I'm the author of two award-winning books, Getting Unstuck, Five Simple Steps to Emotional Well-Being, and The Clear Way, Five Simple Steps to Be Mentally Prepared for Anything. These books are based on my tools, which guide you to feel calm, in control, and empowered in your life and in your relationships. You can learn more about these books and more by heading over to my website, shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I am so grateful for the responses that I received regarding last week's episode, where I offered a happy birthday message to my mom. It was a powerful episode, and if you didn't get a chance to tune into it, I invite you to do so after listening to this one. I received an iTunes review this week from a new listener named Alessandra, who is from Canada. She wrote, I stumbled across Shira when I started using podcasts a few months ago. I honestly don't know how to put into words how much she has helped me not feel alone. I am almost 30 years old and often feel like I have wasted most of my life thinking very poorly of myself in every way. Although I still have a lot of work to do, all I can say is that Shira is guiding me through seeing things in a new way. I feel like she is literally speaking directly to me every time I hear her, as if she knows what I'm thinking and telling me to consider a new perspective. So first of all, thank you, Alessandra, for taking the time to write that review. I'm really, really grateful that you did so. I'm not sure if you realize this, but every iTunes review that comes in for this podcast really helps other people find the podcast. And I'm so appreciative for each and every person that takes a few minutes to do that for me. Secondly, Alessandra, I am so glad that this podcast and my words are really resonating with you. And while I know it may feel like you've wasted most of your life, I would love for you to consider that you still have your whole life ahead of you. And now is really the best time for you to start learning these tools and creating the life that you want to live. And I am absolutely thrilled for you that you have found me and that you found this podcast. And finally, Alessandra, please send me an email or private message me on Facebook or Instagram as I'd like to connect with you and send you a small gift to get you started on your journey with getting emotionally equipped. Okay, so for those of you who have been listening to the podcast over the last few weeks, you will know that I am in the States visiting my family. And so I've been sharing real life stories that have been occurring during this time. And today I'm going to offer you another one. So last week, we spent time at a family resort in New York. We, meaning my parents, and then my family, aside from my daughter, who enlisted in the Israeli Navy about three weeks ago. So when we arrived to this resort, my husband had just come in from Israel. My boys and I had already been here for a few weeks. So we stayed at this lodge for three nights, and it was really fun. It was called the Rocking Horse Ranch, 
And this place was a large facility that offered endless activities like horseback riding and various activities at the pool and lake activities and shuffleboard and mini golf and volleyball and tubing down a mountain and so much more. It was really a great place for kids of all ages, really. And my kids really, really loved it. Now, even though my parents and I never really spoke about how this trip was going to look, I think it's safe to say that there was an expectation that all of us would spend time together and participate in as much of the activities that we could. And we did. But not all of us and not all of the time. As I mentioned, my husband had just arrived to the States a few days before, and it takes him longer to get over jet lag than it does for the rest of us. And in addition to that, my husband is currently training for the Jerusalem Marathon, which means he's doing a lot of long runs each morning, and that takes a lot of time, not including the preparation for the run, and then the stretching and the icing, and of course, eating and then taking a shower after the run. The truth is, I'm kind of used to this routine already as he runs when we're back home, but my parents naturally aren't. And so during this four-day trip, I remember my mom asking me several times where my husband was. And here's the thing. I don't think my mom asked where my husband was because she was, you know, literally concerned that he got kidnapped or something like that, right? I mean, I don't think she was concerned for his health or safety. I think she was more likely asking where he was because she was expecting him to be with us when we were just, you know, hanging out together as a family at the pool and he wasn't there. I don't think my mom was intentionally trying to be mean or hurt my husband, but I do think she unconsciously had expectations that he would be with us all the time, or at least most of the time. And so when my mom asked me about my husband's whereabouts, I got a little stuck. I mean, on the one hand, I'm not responsible for my husband. And on the other hand, I felt responsible for him, or, you know, at least responsible to have an answer or something. And while I didn't say anything to my mom at the time, and maybe I should have, but I didn't, I kind of took it out on my husband, which I know wasn't right. In other words, I ended up getting mad at him, or it was more like I was judging him regarding him choosing not to be with us all of the time. And the thing is, he actually was with us most of the time. He was with us in the late morning through the evenings most days. It's just that the early morning part, he was kind of absent. And it was only after we returned from our trip that I spoke with my husband because it was obvious that there was tension between us. And we really wanted to clear whatever was between us before we went away again with my parents to the New Jersey shore for four more days. He and I were both feeling stuck. And so together we processed through our stuck spots using the unstuck method. And I have to say it is such a gift to be able to share this common language with the people that are closest to me. Like to be able to say, I'm stuck, and to really be able to share what I'm feeling or what he's feeling and what we're thinking, and to really be able to get to the other side without playing the victim. It is really a gift. 
Anyway, I won't share with you that process because what I want to share with you today is actually what happened next. So my husband and I were sitting on the porch of my parents' house and we had just gotten unstuck. And the next morning we were about to head out to another family vacation. And so getting clear was the obvious next step to do. So the clear way is a tool that is best used before heading into a future moment, like before taking a test or before going into a difficult conversation with someone or even before starting your day and definitely before starting a family vacation. In fact, the mistake I made earlier was that we didn't get clear before going into that first family vacation. But, you know, you live and learn. And so we walked through this tool together. See, we got calm. <laughs> it was kind of silly. But, you know, we closed our eyes for a second and we took a few breaths. My husband kind of giggled when we did that. But okay. L was for lighten. This is what I said. I said, I know my mom is going to ask me about your whereabouts on this next trip. And then I lightened that to, I have a feeling my mom may ask about your whereabouts. I don't really know. I am not God and I can't predict the future, even if I have a past history that wants to try to prove me right. By the way, while my husband also got clear for the trip, I'm only going to share with you my process. Okay, E for expect. I said that I hope to have a fun, easygoing, and relaxing trip. A, I accepted the possibility that there may be parts of this trip that are not going to be fun and easygoing and relaxing. And I say this not because I want it to be that way, but because if it ends up being that way, I won't get stuck because I'll have already accepted that reality in advance. And then R is for responsibility, and I committed to being loving, non-judgmental, and joyful. Those were my main ways of being for the trip as a whole. Of course, once the trip began, I definitely got clear for other occasions and chose different ways of being for those specific occasions. But overall, loving, non-judgmental, and joyful were my intentions. And in being those ways... I also was preparing myself if my mom would ask about my husband, because for sure I knew he would be doing his running in the mornings. And if the family had any plans, like going on a walk on the boardwalk or going for breakfast or anything else, and if he wouldn't be there, I just wanted to be prepared to respond to my mom in case she did have that question. And my mom did end up asking where my husband was. It was only once. And you know what? I didn't get stuck on it because I had gotten clear in advance and I didn't take it personally and I didn't take it as a judgment towards my husband, even though it unconsciously may have been because I was just too focused on being joyful. I didn't let that question disturb me as it did the first time. And that's the thing about our stuck spots. They are always opportunities for us to learn from and especially going into a situation where something similar or recurring may arise. Because if we truly learn from our stuck spots, we have a chance to recreate ourselves and create a new future, a future that we'd rather live in. And that's what I did about that stuck spot. And it just felt so great to feel secure going into the vacation, 
rather than feeling nervous or scared or worried about how to handle something that may be uncomfortable. I have to say, I get clear every single day, even if I don't feel anxious, you know, like when I wake up, I just find that going through the tool every morning really helps me to align my days. And I do believe there's a strong correlation between the success that I feel each day and the getting clear that I do each morning. And I also have to say that I love, love, love the Emotionally Equipped Journal, as it is so easy to get clear with the prompts that are offered on each page. It's like it asks me the questions for each step, and I can answer them pretty swiftly within seconds. And then I feel like I'm ready to take on the day. Anyway, you can check out that journal over on my website. I definitely encourage you to pick up one and try it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. See what happens when you get clear each day. It really, really is a huge gift to yourself. So on that note, where would you like to get clear for today? Think about something specific that may happen later on today. Where and how can you get clear for it? And if you're not so familiar with the tool, you can check out my book, The Clear Way on Amazon, and you can read a whole bunch of stories to really get a sense of how this tool can be used in your life. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting emotionally equipped with you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.